Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Here we go. Skiddly diddly 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 so what, you hate the Skittly? Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Skittly. What do you mean? I don't know. Uh, I just don't think it needs to exist. <laughs> well, oh, wait a minute. That, is Did that you, too much? Do you hate Jeremy's lead-in? Because I finish strong. It's, um, not, it's not my I fault. I just don't like the concept. Like, right in, we go from this great produced entry song and thing to... Skiddly diddly 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 like it's there's no like yeah to me it sounds like absolute perfection yeah yeah I think hey listen hey, if you like I the could skiddly, be wrong but <laughs> I think I've heard the the people should do the shout outs I think they like the skiddly welcome to the Jeremy Webisodes podcast ladies and gentlemen where we do the skiddly. Sometimes. And diddly. While Simon's walking in with some meatballs and pulley bread, I mean, it could, the timing on this fucking thing. Welcome to the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, webisode number 88. Never fear, the lava lamp is in fact burning brightly in the lab as a beacon for all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. It's and so interesting, you're trying to do the intro with food service. I yeah. mean, God, look at all this <laughs> yummy stuff, but at the same time, you know... <laughs> Welcome back. I'm going to eat for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. So, welcome to the show. Uh, pretty cool show this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're remiss if you didn't realize we were not here last week, which was, it was Mother's Day, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of plates spinning, balls in the air. What? Wait, balls are, you, are you saying that you started planning for Mother's Day on Wednesday? A lot of balls in the oh. air. And let me just say, <laughs> so we're back and big show tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Not only is it, you know, me. <laughs> That's great start. Awesome start. Which is always fun. It's also Joss Ryan. Yeah. Joss is, Ryan. Which is fun. And the James Josh Kelly Ryan. band is in the house oh tonight. Oh my God. Nice. Not only James <laughs> Kelly by himself, but the whole band. We have a lot of gentlemen in this room tonight. I mean, the beard hair alone in the room, I guess, no, it's just James. But James has a very kind of like unit of a beard. That thing is... A, a beard for three. Yeah, he's got a beard for three, and <laughs> the whole band's in the house tonight. So welcome. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for coming back, James, and thanks for bringing the boys with you. You're welcome. Thanks for having us. James, uh, talk to me about maintaining the beard. It must be difficult. I mean, there's got to be some kind of hornet in there event every once in a while, some kind of flea. How do we make sure that beard is just clean? Vermin free? Vermin. Is that I didn't say vermin <laughs> free. Well, vermin, vermin would be a whole nother operation. That's <laughs> good. Yeah, I, guess. I mean, he can trap a hornet or a vermin well, in your could, beard. I mean, he could trap a like some kind of small bird in there. <laughs> I mean, that's not like your trap. A trap. <laughs> you were, you, you put were a little edging him in. Yeah, little, you put a little cheese it. Yeah, right. the end and you just coax like, him in. Coax yeah. him in. Here, birdie, birdie, but birdie, then, birdie, then, birdie, then you trap him in your beard. Then what are you gonna do with him? Oh, I'll befriend him. He, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then, of only, you then do. he's all, all of a sudden this like hummingbirds on your shoulder. Yeah, it's a Disney and, like, movie. It's like a whole yeah. thing. That's yeah, I fine. Think that, isn't that called the? Uh, 
you know, I don't know, what's the, <laughs> I've completely lost my mind. Well, great. Right. Stockholm Syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that called Stockholm Syndrome? Like, you trapped the bird, then convinced it it's going to live with you in your beard. <laughs> Literally, have you guys seen the bottom of a bird cage? You think I'm a little bird living here? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan grows, now I might keep this in. Okay. Ryan grows the Amish beard. The neck beard. I like it. That's a weird beard. It is. It is the, you, you, the, the, the neck the, beard. The neck beard and the Amish like neck beard. It, you know what's what's crazy is you walk into a Home Depot, you'll see another neck beard guy, and you just give him the hey, how's it going? No, like, like a like a tip of the cap. Like yeah, like a, hey, I get it. Hey. Oh yeah, hey. It's like when when bikers ride by each other and they give each other yeah. like the low, the, the low. You know, that's kind of a sore subject when it comes to Coolio. Don't tell him he's got an Amish beard. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't like that. How long would you say you've grown it for? Oh, and gosh. wait, can oh. I have this question? Wait, wait, wait. Let's do you mind us? Did you mind us talking about? It? <laughs> I'm all, I'll, we'll get back to the beard. Okay. Let's meet the band. Can we meet the band? I mean, I love you, James. You, and this is love this you is the second time you're on the show, right? Yes, sir. You uh, are arguably my favorite musical guest that we've ever had. Thank you. Not only are you talented, but you're a good time. And we we have some similar. Uh, you know, we like to drink whiskey. Yes, so when we, we get do. together, it, it tends to be a pretty fun time. Tonight, you brought the band with you. We got a fiddle and another guitarist. We've got Art Holland on guitar. Art, how's it going? It's going great. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Tell us a little bit. Uh, so we know about James's story kind of on, in, on a former episode. We know how he came to be a guitarist and a really cool story. Um, how, how do you know James through music? How did through you music? Meet? Yeah, okay. yeah. We started what I'd say like five, six years ago. Oh, it's been more than that. Yeah. Gosh, the first time I saw you playing, God, probably fifteen years ago. But yeah, I would say like really going at it. Maybe that'd probably be about right. But off and on for God, probably fifteen years. So, so is the James Kelly band like? How long has the James Kelly band been under the moniker James Kelly band? Well, like I said, you know, I played with my brothers for a while, and we had our little thing. Uh, the James Kelly band has been, I think, going on three years now. Okay. Like the as actually as the James Kelly, and band. you've been yeah. part of the part of it the whole time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, cool. like through COVID, he really came back strong. Because I wasn't tapping out for COVID, and he wasn't tapping out because he plays music. So we just went at it through COVID and playing. What instruments do you play in the band? Just guitar primarily? Guitar. Yeah, okay. lead guitar. Okay, great. Yeah, and ba backup vocal, too? I heard you. Oh, yeah. 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 Does everyone in the band sing? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, as long as there's mics There's a really available. good ear right here. Okay, so oh. we, got, we, got, we got John Auer uh, is the fiddle player. John is from Tennessee, so I got to figure out how 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 did you make your way into the James Kelly band and find your way to California? Tell so, have you ever heard of a band or a bar called Knuckleheads in San Clemente? This yeah. little dive yes, bar, absolutely. absolutely. So I went in there. There's a car wash next door. Went in there for a nice cold beer and saw they had a small stage and said, "Obviously, you guys have music. Do you guys ever have country music in here?" And he's like, "Occasionally." I was like, who's who's like a good person you could connect me with? Because I had just moved out, got stationed at Camp Pendleton there with the Marines. And thank and you for like, your service, by the yeah, way. Thank Absolutely. you. Um, and and he said you got to talk to James Kelly. So it all started with a text message, a ice cold beer next to the car wash, and knuckleheads. 
And then next thing I knew, I was jamming at Swallows. And when was James this? James Kelly Band. Three, how, how Off and on uh, three years ago, maybe two years ago. Okay, cool. Did you get your car washed? Yeah. <laughs> the car was washed. The car was washed. <laughs> the car was washed. You got the $2 off. That's right. Of nice. course. Absolutely. Nice. So let me chime in a little bit on Knuckleheads, which is really cool, because John met me through Knuckleheads, and I ended up playing in Tennessee because of Knuckleheads. Like I told this story before, the reason why we're you know going out to Tennessee and uh, helping write songs for veterans and doing events in Tennessee to raise money for veterans uh uh van booth had an event at knuckleheads and i heard through the grapevine a text message it's so funny john texted me about playing in my band i got texted by somebody else kelly ray about playing an event for veterans at knuckleheads is it for freedom sings for freedom sings usa exactly so it's kind of funny the owner, Brick, of Knuckleheads is a really, really good guy. Cool. Yeah, nice. he, he really, and he connects people. I mean, I love people. that place. I don't know Brick, but it's classic. It's a, yeah, he like connects people, spot. man. He's, he's, he's a connector, and like, the guy's cool. a good dude. Also, he's also got a dope mustache, so you can't miss yeah, him. Yeah, he does. Okay. And he was you a, love facial hair. So this is a, another quick little story. He was a college wrestler, like a very good college wrestler. So was Jer. No. <laughs> so I remember once we were playing at Knuckleheads doing a show there. I wrestled there. with alcoholism. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So we were doing a show there one night, and uh, this one dude got out of line, this big dude, kind of a bully guy. He was just, you know, just talking to women inappropriately and just touching people wrong and this and that. And Brick, which he was a much smaller guy than him, but a compact built wrestler guy, right? He literally picked this dude up that was like six inches taller than him, had 50 pounds on him. Literally picked him up, walked him to the front door, shoved him out the door and says, you're done, good night. Nice. It was party over. It was like, that's brick though, man. Didn't rough the guy up or anything, just ended the problem Escorted him out of the... Exactly. Right. You're out of Knuckleheads, <clears throat> bye-bye. Knuckleheads still exists, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It's a huge... Everyone in Orange County knows Knuckleheads. <laughs> So let's talk. I mean, we know <laughs> except for the fact that you just said. Well, uh, we know. Uh, well, I didn't know it. I, didn't, I honestly didn't know if it was still in existence. I've met well, a few. We knuckleheads. do know Jeremy Webb. Speaking of knuckleheads, I might. Yeah, yeah. Was it named after him? I have passed out underneath my truck, nice. throwing up in the parking lot of Knuckleheads, and for a couple hours with Bryce. Point. No, I was with uh, fraternity brothers. I think you were two cars over from me when I was there. (laughs) (laughs) Slept under my truck in like a kind of like a puddle. Okay, so uh, John, I just got to ask you real quick before we start to get because I want to hear you guys play. And it's rad that so last time we were here, James killed it by himself. Did a couple acoustic songs. I love the fiddle though. I gotta be. uh, There's a place in my heart. Went to West Virginia University. You know, I got West Virginia and and like. Bluegrass and and fiddle music, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he's talking about Western Virginia, by the way. Though Shenandoah Valley is not in West Virginia, FYI. Just yeah. for the people that are paying attention, <laughs> seems um, like a bone of contention. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like there, there's some angst. There's some angst in West Virginia yeah, about John a, Denver. Boys' lines are drawn. Kentucky went to space anyway. Cool guy, whatever. Cool song. <laughs> Um, I have to ask you about whiskey. 
What's your favorite whiskey? Are you a whiskey drinker? So, I, I didn't realize how close I was to the home of bourbon until I hit college, went to school in South Carolina, and quickly was drawn to a number of bourbons. But I would say, just to skip through the story, the Buffalo Trace is my number one. Okay, that nice. It's like the lower end that you can still get a great product. Um, if I had a, a date with you know, a, a bottle that I can't get every day, it'd be a 23-year pappy. And Did you say a date with a bottle? Yeah, for sure. I, I think mean, we all dream of a date with a bottle. I would love a date with a I would love a date, with, would a love a date with a bottle. It would be no so girl, romantic. First of all, there's no female there. It's I would me like and the bottle. I would pour myself a nice bath. <clears throat> right. So Draw a bath. Of the pappy. <laughs> so, I, so I didn't realize how good it was. There's a gentleman that got, got divorced, and they had four houses. He got two. She got two in Nashville. He took his second home, turned it into a nonprofit whiskey house. Ooh. Has a board of trustees. What is a whiskey house? The whole house is just filled with whiskey. <laughs> and depending on the Exactly bottle, what it sounds like. Exactly. Is the bottles have little pieces of yarn, depending on who can pour it. So if you're on the board, you're, you're, you're allowed to pour the 23-year pappy. If it's just a jack... You know, whatever it's it's like free reign for anybody, right? So, so it's like for preserving heirloom bottles of bourbon, it, kind it's, of. It's 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 basically just a place that you know people that appreciate whiskey can come together nice. and so have a was, good time. So what so. was the name of that fraternity? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And how is it a nonprofit? Yeah, so I that guy's just giving away great bourbon for free if you come in. Like, how does? How I does guarantee that work? you, there's a cost of being so a member. So there's. Fifty dollars per month. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. We start with the upcharges. Planned out, but but regardless, big big fan of bourbon. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, it's you know that part of the country, not just bourbon, great whiskey. You know, Jack Daniels could call itself bourbon, doesn't choose to. It's great Tennessee whiskey. I mean, I people want to you know talk whatever they want to say about Jack Daniels. Right now, if there was, you know, a room full of vodka and gin and, you know, tequila and one bottle of Jack Daniels, and I was going to pour myself a drink, I would go straight to the bottle. 100%. Not even close. Right? Not even close. So, I mean, it, you know, it, and it's... You can I, do... The only you reason can I bring it up, and we've done a whole show about Tennessee whiskey and the, the Lincoln County process and the whole thing, and... Um, it's cool. It's a it's a thing, and and uh, we're not gonna charcoal filter here. But um, I have definitely done a lot of uh, experimenting with charcoal filtering and the mellowness that it brings, and plus the Jack Daniels story. You were talking earlier about knowing the uh, the guy that's writing the something some the Jack Daniels. Yeah, so they they actually have a historian. So, historian. And and he was you <laughs> got there. He, he's like a solid. Solid job there, where he just basically writes about Jack Daniels. And most recently, uh, there was a gentleman that used to work. I think it was probably four, four or five generations ago. But there was a, a black guy that helped out the the Brown family who owned Jack Daniels. Nearest with, Green. Nearest Green. Yeah, Uncle Nearest. Yep. So you're well acquainted with it. But cool. And that story has just started to come out. Right. Um, we, we, we did that on the show, too. Great okay. story. Really cool story. That's awesome. About that whole... He, uh, Nearest invented the Lincoln County process. Right. Um, really, really cool. Uh, he taught Jack Daniels... He started teaching Jack Daniels how to distill at eight years old. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
And now full circle, he's, he's his a family, family yeah, is, they, is they kept, driving their business. Exactly. I think they had he some, was a great dad. A lady out of L.A. Great dad. Funded it, like brought in <laughs> the purse. And, and, it's, and it's a great and product. Rock and roll. And, yeah. and it's a family, it's still a family business, which is so cool. And mm-hmm. I mean, you can't beat to, that to, legacy. To, literally to this day, right? Yeah, for yeah. sure. John, what? how old were you when you got into the fiddle? So, And how did you get into it? You know, I, I grew up in a unique family. We had three uh, three kids that were all adopted. <laughs> parents couldn't have kids. And my parents put us all through violin, classically trained. And then... And hometown is? Uh, Nashville. Nashville. So Franklin, Franklin, Tennessee. Grew up in Franklin. How about you, Art? Where are you from originally? San Diego. Okay. Local boy. Yeah. Local boy. Yeah. 20 miles outside of Nashville. <laughs> yeah. San Diego, Tennessee, beautiful so part of the country. Art, so Art has a cool story with his dad. Like, I'll tell you a little bit about his dad, which was pretty awesome. Oh yeah, my dad was a uh, uh, what would you call it? Uh, electronics engineer that taught uh, at Desland um, uh, School da- back east. Anyway. Uh, World War II broke out, and he knew all about electrical stuff. And so they really didn't have a place for him because he wasn't a a professional fighter. And so uh, on a ship, the Salt Lake City, they asked him to uh, get up in the crow's nest and take pictures of uh, the fights that they were involved in, including the, the kamikazes coming in. Wow. And my dad wow. only, yeah, the Pacific only, Sea battles. Yeah, and the only time he fell out was once. The and, only time. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, what do you mean? He, he fell out yeah. of, the, of the ship. <laughs> oh, shit! Of the, you, you said that like yeah. it was you were expected to fall out a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, right. You, don't, you fall out of a tub. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they they gave him two a Zeiss Icon, which were at the time the camera, and uh, he was just taking pictures, you know, up there and. Uh, no, no weapon, because what's a, a yeah. forty-five gonna do? Yeah, yeah, nothing. <laughs> and let's wow. get back to the time he fell out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what happened? How did he fell it, out. That, well, it was uh, they came close to taking the ship down, and the just the the impact of that just you knocked know, him out. Knocked him out of the the crow's nest, and he fell on the deck. Oh, yeah. He's lucky to be alive. Wow. Yeah. Listen, that is an amazing story. <laughs> How, we can't graze over that. Like I'm picturing John Wayne tumbling out of the crow's nest. Right. <laughs> taking one of the chest. Yeah, no, uh, from a plane and goes, I'll get you. Yeah. He's, you know, like, like, he's like doing a selfie of him like falling. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Very incredible. Incredible. Yeah, that was yes. my dad. Wow. That was so, my dad. So Art... He shares the same talent. Obviously, your dad had a talent for photography, or they wouldn't have had him up in the crow's nest learning how to fly like a bird. Yeah, so that's <laughs> but, a great so question. Art takes pictures of all kinds of stuff, birds, birds. and human beings. And <laughs> Are your dad's stuff. pictures have been featured? Have your dad's pictures been featured anywhere? No, and I still have them. All of them. Wow. All of them. That's pretty awesome. But I, I am surmising that that it's owned by the U.S. Navy. The the pictures. Yeah. So if you wanted to try to self publish a book, they no, would no mix it. no dice yeah. no dice. Put the kibosh. Yeah. 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 I don't know yeah. how to find out about that. Yeah, just go for it. There's I mean, st- talk to Ryan. <laughs> I know a guy. He knows a guy. <laughs> go for it and wait for the cease and desist. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it's so great to get to know them a little bit, but I'm ready 
to hear a song. I am too. Let's do it. Let's hear some tunes, guys. you do that That's very nice sick so you, ass so man. you guys have, have practiced that song a whole lot together no no that's like one that you do all that's in your repertoire no <laughs> we have actually never played that song all of us together i think art and i have maybe I think done it once do or it. twice honestly <laughs> i think art and i have done it maybe once or twice i cannot remember doing it with him but we probably have but i've never done it with john so it's just one of those ones you gotta know if you know Classic rock and country, like, kind of got to know that song. So we know it just from playing over the years. Help us understand, like, 
when Jeremy asked that, he thought you guys played that like 45 times together. The, the, <laughs> the flow and the rhythm of that, it was so on, on point, right? Yes. With three instruments. I mean, obviously two guitars, but three people just listening to each other and dealing with that. Help us tell it, the audience, it, like, how how do you get that in tune with the, with a song that you guys have never really played this, together before? This really brings us back to the beard. All right. <laughs> back to the beer. Are you a professional comedian? Are you, yeah. you going to make me plead the fifth on how I clean it? <laughs> well, you don't know. Yeah, the, you, you don't know that he hand braids his guitar strings out of his own beard hair. It's crazy. It's organic. Yeah. You guys need help. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was. It was right. And you know, I'll answer the question, Josh. They're speaking that language to each other, right? They're, they were. Their their instruments were talking. They weren't talking. No, but they, there's eye contact. And then, yeah, by, yeah. by the way, I literally have a piece of bread in my mouth. Yeah. Who made that bread for you tonight? <sighs> Jeremy Webb. Nice. Thank you. But like, how do you guys just? It's there's nobody like off and not knowing what to do next. Like, how does that? Tell people who Joss don't isn't, know isn't how to do Well, there's to... a lot more off than you think if you're listening in and you're a professional musician. <laughs> but you know what? You're right. There is a language to music, you know, and we've all been playing music for a long time. And I'm the I'm the newcomer in this group. Like, Art's been playing music since he was a little kid, and so is John, you know. And, you know, luckily... Well, John I get... still is a little kid compared to you guys. <laughs> I mean, that's... Exactly. exactly. Hey, hey, thanks no, for that pointing be, that out. What is the age range here, James? What, how, if you yeah, let's everyone mind. give the I'm, real age. I'm 44. Okay. I'm 24, and no, I'm just kidding. I'm 37. Okay, 37 yeah. in art. 72. Nice. See? So that's cool, too. We jumped it. So not only is music, you know, a language, but it's 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 multi-generation. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty rad to me. Yeah, the, you know, the cool thing, the cool connection that Art and I have together is like the roots in not only country, but classic rock also, where it's really about a groove, you know, and it's obviously the Almond Brothers, it's a groove, right? And mm -hmm. we all love to groove, like John, you hear him on the tambourine, you know, and, and Art on guitar, obviously, he's, he's the best guitar player I've ever played with in my life, probably best i ever will play with consistently honestly yeah well that's nice you know art arts he's an exceptional talent he's 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 he got me into playing lead guitar you know like electric guitar you know i'm not a lead player but he got me into playing electric guitar gave me my first real legit amplifier well let's talk about that give him give us that story well how, okay how this is cool Where, so, what town were you in the whole day <laughs> you know, you we house? were in lake forest I, yeah, how I many in beers this were there small town yeah. called mission viejo yeah yeah <laughs> so we were at a uh, brew pub and <laughs> so okay the backstory be, before the amplifier it's kind of cool uh, a really good friend of mine uh a brian just, just call him Brian with a Y. <laughs> so For he, anonymity's sake. He gave, he gave me a Brian Setzer Gretsch guitar. And anybody who's listening knows about guitars. They know it's a legit guitar. It's a $4,000 yeah. guitar at least, right? As a drummer, I know that Gretsch is a, <laughs> is a high-end brand. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, he, he, he bought this guitar as kind of a, a screw you to his ex-wife. She was leaving him, taking everything he had, just... Just a, a bad breakup. And he just, he spent some of his money and bought this guitar. 
and he told me, uh, and I had went to his house once and was in his music room, right? He's got all these guitars. It's this bitch in music room. And, and it's one of the one guitar I just looked at. I'm like, oh my God, this thing's incredible. Because it's not only is it a great rhythm guitar, but lead guitar. And it's, it's like tiger stripe red and it's beautiful, right? And I was playing it. I'm like, God, maybe someday I'll be able to get a guitar like this if I finance it. <laughs> so anyway, he surprises me like a few months later right right before christmas and gives me the guitar he's walking in i'm djing at this club with my wife it's our usual during the week deal and he walks in and he he's not a guitar player per se but he's he's he just loves music man and nobody's more excited than him it's so contagious just to watch him do his thing you That's know the best bitching and he, he comes walking in with the guitar and i'm like does he think he's playing tonight or something? This is DJ night. This is so weird. And I'm like, Awkward. I, I was, yeah, I was like, yeah, like I was uh, like, did I, you get the memo? Exactly. <laughs> right. So he walks up on the little stage area and he sets a guitar down. I go, hey, Brian, what's up, man? I go, what's that? <laughs> he goes, your Christmas present? And I'm like, I look and the case says Gretsch on it. And I'm going, are you serious, well, that's dude? That's nice. He goes, yeah, bro. He goes, I'm going to give us a shot. And walks off, just walks off nonchalant, like no big deal. Right? And that was like, it'll be three Christmases ago this coming Christmas, I believe. And I had an amp at home. This gets back to the story with Art and the amp. I have an amplifier at home. And it just, I couldn't dial it in. It was just kind of a junky amp. And I'm going, oh, I'm going to play electric guitar, get this bitchy guitar, blah, blah, blah. And I just couldn't make it work. So then I just put left the guitar at home. I wasn't playing it. And... Through COVID, Art goes, hey, James, I have an amp for you that will work for you for the Gretsch. And it was an amp that I'd seen him play many times. And just bitching amp, the upgraded speaker, all this stuff. And he goes, I just want to thank you for keeping me employed through COVID. I appreciate you, and I want to give you something. And you need to be playing that Gretsch. This is what Art says to me. You need to be playing that guitar. And I'm giving you this, and it's all been like, you know, I want to say uphill from then. <laughs> There's been some downhills. <laughs> it's a lucky guitar. Oh, yeah. It was just, it was such a blessing from Brian and then from Art. And this meant so much to me. I'm like, okay, I think the good Lord's telling me I need to be playing electric guitar, be playing some good grooves with the boys. And I just knuckled down and just, you know, going, hey, guys, how do you do this? How do you do that? And, you know, the next thing I'm, I'm playing electric on most gigs now, most songs. It's rare when I pull out the acoustic anymore, which is really weird. Never thought I'd be that guy. So that's the backstory to Art giving me an amp and a beautiful. It's guitar very cool. So it, it. it's a great. It's a great story. It's a great. You know, you guys clearly have a cool long-term relationship, and you know, art. I think art, and when I say art, I mean to be artistic is very important. Um, and and so when people have relationships through art, I always think that's a very cool relationship to have because not everyone makes those kind of relationships. The average schlub out there that's you know doing his day to day in his cubicle or whatever has no artistic relationship with anybody. Right. Right. I, so how to have any relationship based primarily on art? I always think those are cool relationships. And the fact that your name is Art. Also, you know, yeah. so to be art, have an art relationship with art is very cool. It's a great, <laughs> it's a great start, art. Yeah. <laughs> what were you gonna say? Uh, no, I was gonna uh, crack a joke at Joss's expense. Okay, great. Oh, I like that. But, uh... <laughs> no, but so it was, it's it's also kind forgot. of a great segue into the fact that you know, um, 
you're always kind of involved in cool things, you know, James, and, you're, and I think your heart's in the right place. And uh, so, you know, when you're doing your art, you, you do it for, you know, cool reasons. And, and, and I think, you know, you, you, you get paid forward. So, for instance, for that to happen to you, I think that, you know, you're, you're of course the person that that kind of fortunate thing would happen to you. You'd receive this really cool guitar because your heart's in the right place. Other people see that. I see that. Um, and, uh, and, thank you, Jeremy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it, which leads me to, to Freedom Sings USA, which is something that we talked when you were here last time, something, uh, organization that you're really involved in. Let, let's let kind of like touch base with that again, real quickly, like what it's about. Well, yeah, well, Freedom Sings USA is an organization that pairs like hit songwriters and musicians with veterans to write their story and this is a way of them because if you can you know when you go to a therapist you 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 speak like getting over you know thoughts of suicide and ptsd and all this traumatic stuff when you go to a therapist you know you, you talk it out you, you you get that stuff outside of you so you don't blow up inside right and the thing with freedom sings is they pair songwriters and musicians with veterans to write their story, which becomes a song, it's it's so awesome because right now uh, it's a great concept. It's oh, of course, super, you know, there's, and the cool thing right now is uh, there's uh, on American Idol the the girl that's probably going to win American Idol, Hunter Girl, is part of the whole organization. I've written songs with her, okay, partially. Cool. You know, a few. My times. girls are so into American Idol, and they love Hunter Girl. Yeah, and, yeah I personally, I personally yeah, know her. She She's goes really by Hunter. Sweetheart. But we listen. Listen, is, is that her birth name? Probably not. No, but we're it's, gonna it, let it go. No, no, I like, no. I like it. There's it's there's Hunter. Legs. It's got legs. Walanowski or something like that. She's like Russian, like Russian. Descent. I'd go with Hunter girl. Yeah. She's from uh, Winchester, Tennessee, right? And she's been working with veterans since she was like 16 years old, right? And she really so like had one a year for that. What's that? No, I'm just kidding. She's young, right? She is, I think, 23 now. Oh, okay. I think, I want to say she's 23. But she will probably win American Idol because she's just the most organic, you know, person on there and real, yeah. and she's doing her original music on there, you know, when she can. By but, the way, but, to, to break the line, uh, you were just trying to open the bottle in mid-debauchery. <laughs> mid, uh, debauchery. There we go. It's coming. I'm trying to be serious yeah. and, <laughs> and not sloshed at the same time. <laughs> but there's too many enablers in this room. <laughs> there's a lot of enablers in hey, this room. This is a place you're there's trying of, to get away from right, your demons. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of alphas. Yeah. <laughs> this is a place that is we... Is that we, what they're calling them these days? Yeah. <laughs> we like to befriend our demons. So, Jeremy, you were talking about where did the chemistry of the music come from? I was like, well, you gave us Knob Creek before we started. So. <laughs> At uh, what's the proof on the front of that bottle? I think it's a hundred. It's a hundred percent positive that you're going to get buzzed. Yeah, on. there you <laughs> go. So anyway, back to uh, freedom. Your question on freedom sings. What their whole deal is? Uh, yeah. So they just pair these songwriters and hit musicians with veterans, and you know, luckily I've been able to be a, a small part of that, which has been such a blessing. We write veterans their stories and their songs. And, you know, on this podcast, we're going to share one of the songs that was written by one of the guys here soon. But it's just amazing because there's a healing that comes through this. These guys, like the song that uh, 
tonight, uh, it's called Boots on the Ground. The, the one that we're going to do here is, uh, it's a it's about this guy. He was essentially kind of a tunnel rat Vietnam. Ooh, dude, by the way, let me tell you, I would have been a lot of things in Vietnam. First of all, I don't think my physique, I don't think I'm really cut out to be a tunnel rat, but even if I was some like little freaking guy, right? Claustrophobia, like those guys were not. If you don't know what a tunnel rat is, do you guys anyone want to tell what a I tunnel have a feeling one of us knows what it is. Yeah, they get down in the tunnel and they either bring a knife or a uh, uh, forty-five. But a lot of the guys would bring a knife because uh, there's no. It doesn't give your position away. Mm. You want to be quiet. You got to be really quiet. So you're basically crawling a lot of times on your belly through these like rabbit holes, essentially. Well, your belly can't get through a rabbit hole. Until you encounter a guy that you just been take out with a knife and then keep on going. But I mean, so I've been to Vietnam uh, as a as a tourist. (laughs) <laughs> Not and, as a soldier. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Go on. And, and and went up to uh, the area where they had a lot of that those underground networks and stuff, and went down in there. It is incredible. I mean, there was full blown networks yeah. of tunnels, you know, dining halls, bunk rooms, and shit all set up down there, and everything. And they're all crawling around. And the reason they did it is because they knew Americans were fat asses. And they're like, ha-ha, we're going to dig these tunnels and they're big asses. They ain't going to ever be able to fucking get down here. It's hilarious. Well, case in point. But tunnel rats were the guys that they sent in there trying to you know, figure out what tell. these networks of con- tunnels were. Let me tell you something. You put the word tunnel and a rat together, I'm out. So what's coming up with Freedom Sings? You guys, uh, are there any events or? Yes, on... Uh... Memorial Day weekend, the 28th, at Swallows Inn in San Juan Capistrano. The world-famous exactly. Swallows Inn, where James Kelly Band is the house band. Is that the case? Yeah, they, they couldn't find anybody better, so, you know. Oh, no, bullshit. very cool, That's very bullshit. cool. It, arguably, well, not even arguably, it is the quintessential country-western music venue uh, in Orange County. I will say that Swallows is one of the most known... Uh, bars in Orange County, 100% top five. Yeah. Regardless of genre. It's hands down my favorite bar in Orange County. Like, and I go there as often as I can just to try to be kind of part of that scene. <laughs> and I'm not even really. Like, I'm super irrelevant there, right? But you're but doing like you're doing like nine days a week right now. I'm there nine days a week. Are you talking about what's on the ceiling or the men's restroom or I'm just there, the bar? I'm there, man. Oh, I'm well. there. Yeah. I try to go there. I got my hair cut there yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a little adjacent. Yeah. Thing. So that's what the you... The hair of the dog barbershop. So that's what, you, that's what you call getting your hair done? Hair of the dog? No, yeah, no, don't... No. It's Sarah. I'll send her after you. Don't talk <laughs> shit. I'll send her after you. All right, let's hear. Okay, so you guys are play, doing a Swallows event for uh, yeah, so, Freedom Sings. Yeah, exactly. So the the cool thing, usually we go out to Tennessee and we do a couple times a year. We do Memorial Day and we do Veterans Day in we Tennessee. We were a sponsor for uh, Web Screen. We're yeah, yeah, you guys have sponsored this. And uh, Al's going to be hitting you, you up for more money soon. I love Al. I'm down. <laughs> Tell him to give me a call. I like talking to him. Oh, He's yeah. got a hundred bucks that I yeah, do so nothing. Yeah, so Al, Al is essentially like, I, would, I, I like to call him the manager of Freedom Sings Chattanooga. He really is. He does so much. He's, he's, an, he's a Vietnam vet. He was a linguist in Vietnam. 
He's an incredible nice. guy. He's a cunning linguist, you guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where are the drums at? Somebody hit him. But anyway, he, <laughs> he, he uh, he's just a really good guy. And I, 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 the first time I ever talked to him, we talked on the phone for two hours, the first conversation. And I go, I'm going to be friends with Al for life. And I, I love Al. He's just he's one of those people, man. He's always there for you, always picks up his phone. But anyway, back to, we, we, we usually go out to Tennessee twice a year. Art's been out there a couple times, and we've only been doing it now for, I think, three years. We've been going out there since I met Van at Knuckleheads, full circle back to Knuckleheads. And so, the cool thing is, this year, for Memorial Day, I talk to Al and I go, why don't we have the fundraiser here in California this year? And Al goes... Really? I go, yeah, I got a spot, you know. We kind of have some leverage. Let's make something happen. He goes, dude, it literally only took like a half a day for him to go, yep, we're all in. No, it's the perfect spot. So the, the another cool thing to that is all these hot shots are coming out from Tennessee. We're talking Steve Dean, who wrote nine number one hits. He's going to be, I would say, maybe the main part of Swallows. And his biggest hit was Watching You by Rodney Atkins, which was a mega, mega hit. It's like the top 100 country songs of all time. So Steve Dean is a big hitter. And then my personal favorite, uh, Billy Crane, who's responsible for like the Dixie Chicks being together, Shania Twain having her success. He wrote a number one hit for the Dixie Chicks. He played lead guitar for the Outlaws. Right now, he is the lead guy in the Charlie Daniels band since Charlie Daniels has passed away. He's not the lead singer, but the lead of the band. Nice. He's the director of the band and plays guitar. Yeah, he's he's yeah he's and he's just 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 I I just like to call him a godly man because he is so generous and giving and just a good person. He's probably going to be mad at me for talking him up so much, but <laughs> Billy Crane's a really good person. Nice. And there's so many people like that involved in this whole Freedom Sings organization, this group of people. They're incredible. So the 28th at Swallows Inn, we're going to have Billy Crane, Steve Dean. we got Jesse Black, this young guy. I believe he's from Georgia. If I screwed that up, sorry, Jesse Black. Super talented young guy, plays guitar, writes his own song, sings. He's going to come out. My buddy Van Booth, who's responsible for me and this whole connection, which you guys are gonna be you're gonna love this guy, you're gonna fall in love with him. We got and we're gonna do that, we're gonna do a podcast, I think, leading up to that, right? We're gonna get him in the studio here. Oh yeah. Let's and do it. Have them share the whole how this all started Absolutely. and everything. Because I suck at, you know, really laying this out the way it really is. And these guys will just lay it out there. But anyway, Swallows, the 28th, we're going to be like from 7 p.m. till 1 in the morning. And we're going to raise money for veterans and have these superstars playing, sharing all these songs. We're going to be there all night. We're going to have T-shirts and CDs and all this memorabilia, guitars signed by Vince Gill and Amy Grant, all this cool stuff. So the 28th. Amy Grant, baby, baby, Amy Grant? Yeah. Baby, wow. baby. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, you're funny you remember that song. Well, that's cool. That's what my sister listened to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think about doing the, uh, another song? Absolutely. So I want to do this song here, uh, Boots on the Ground, which 
is one of the veterans who uh, shared their story, and this is his song, uh, William H. Johnson, and this song is called Boots on the Ground. A little backstory to him. His nickname was Boots, and nobody knows where he got the name Boots. He just ended up with it somehow. He's, you know, they, they're going, Where, where'd you get the name Boots? He goes, I'm not sure. They just called me since I was a little kid. Maybe he put on his dad's boots. This is like maybe the actor. He put on his dad's big boots and was walking around with him, and they called him Boots or something like that. But they asked him, he was at one of these songwriting things, and they asked him, so what did you do in Vietnam? He goes, I really didn't do anything. And they're like, well, you were there. You had to have done something. You know, did you did you sleep? <laughs> did you eat some food? Yeah. <laughs> you know? No, it's, it's, I did so, nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one, one thing led to the next. Next thing you know, he's kind of a tunnel rat going in these tunnels and, like, you know, Seeking out the enemy and doing all this crazy stuff, man. Like, so anyway, this is his song that they wrote, and uh, just you know, it's like anybody who's been to a war zone, man. There's always a story behind that, you know, and just I don't know. It's, it's so great when these guys share their story, and we get to like make a song out of it, like. These are real stories, not just some made-up driving in my pickup truck with my hottie with her tan legs, you know? It's like... That's literally an individual going into the most extreme environment that humans can come up with, right? So every single one of those experiences is a story worth hearing, 100%. And the fact and to tie that together with a musician and to let those stories be told, I mean, it, it, that's why I'm, I'm like, I'm very stoked on the whole idea that's why I was happy to be part of it last year when you when you brought it to me and, and presented it to me because I get presented with a lot of opportunities to be part of organizations and there's a lot of things that you know are very moving from you know disease you know you could but you could you could run yourself ragged and try to be part of everything you got to kind of pick something to be part of and um, when it comes to the people that are taking care of our country that's something that I can 100% get behind so. Uh, and to be able to tell those stories with, with music is awesome. Amen. All right, let's play this song, boys. All right, this is called Boots on the Ground. Felt just like an oven In the central highlands Vietnam We were young and we were green We were far from being mean Just one way to learn your way around Gotta get your boots on the ground Learn the way of the jungle Underneath the chopper's rumble Learn how to move without a sound If I made a silhouette I was just as good as dead What thing to do when Charlie's hanging around 
Gotta get your boots on the ground Learn new ways to pray when you're that far away Cause the nights are as long as the day If you're gonna go home alive You gotta learn how to survive Get your boots on the ground Gotta get your boots on the ground of the day was search and destroy the snipers they tried to pin us down we move out every night just looking for a fight jumping at every little sound get your boots on the ground learn As a day, if you're gonna go home alive, you gotta learn how to survive. Get your boots on the ground. Gotta get your boots on the ground. Get your boots on the ground Get your boots on the ground Learn new ways to pray when you're that far away Cause the nights are as long as a day If you're gonna go home alive You gotta learn how to survive Get your boots on the ground Gotta get your boots on the ground Get your boots on the ground Get your boots Oh, let's go boys! We butchered the heck out of that, but no, that is very it's a nice. great story about a great man. Very How do you guys do that with no song sheet? Like you're just are you just wing, kind of semi wing song sheet? 
Totally wing. A song sheet from the nineteen eight, not from nineteen eighty two. Where's your song sheet? Where's your song is sheet? That, I don't think that's but the you guys industry like, term. You're, you're not like looking at notes. You're just following the jam. I mean, I, I don't get Nob, how people Nob can Creek. do that. Knob yeah. Creek. Knob Creek. Creek. It gives you ESPN. We it went, gives you the ESPN. We went full circle back to Knob Creek. <laughs> <laughs> We've gone full circle tonight. What about a dozen times? Yeah, the beard. I'm getting now, tell dizzy. us more about the beard. Yeah. <laughs> what really lives in there? Yeah. Let's yeah. not say we did. Yeah. No, Art, I like it. Listen, Art, you're old. Wow. So let's Jesus. get into Thank your you. story Thank a little bit. Wow. <laughs> That's not the segue right there. Art, when did you know? How old were you when you knew that you wanted to do music the rest of your life? Uh, 14 years old. And who inspired you? Uh, Jimi Hendrix and uh, but before that it was uh, uh, George Benson and Wes Montgomery nice nice yeah. very nice did yeah. your parents I've never heard of either that? one of those guys no. <laughs> did no, your parents get you into that no I just read a lot of books and uh, I studied a lot of chords and but country music none of the, the real fancy chords are, are uh, you know the extensions are not in country music unless you get into country swing and you're but, you, where are you from originally San Diego. San Diego. So we you already covered Carl? this. Again. I know. Yeah. You <laughs> won the well, podcast. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I know we did it originally. But, <laughs> but I mean, you got into country music in the in the 60s. Uh, Actually, later se- than that. The 70s? Yeah. Because uh, all through high school and in through college, I played uh, in jazz ensembles. So, like many was, people, do, you came to country later in life. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> after, after the 80s rush. Right, yeah. so what, I was going to say, like, San Diego country wasn't yeah, no, exactly no, he raging. Doesn't, doesn't make any sense. No, he went right. through walk and roll. <laughs> yeah. Walk and roll. How many, how many, how many, how many? Yeah. Red leather, yellow yeah. leather. Red leather, yellow leather. He came through. She stood on the balcony inexplicably mimicking him. He, he came from San Diego through rock and roll and eventually found his way into country. That's it. Yeah, it started out as, as jazz. You know, me just comping and and every every beat was a different chord and it wasn't an easy chord like yeah. a C G or, or a minor. It was real complex uh, extension chords. And you dug it. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. And just getting in the pocket with the uh, rhythm section. And how were you in maybe twenties when you were full time? Like uh, country music is my jam. No, not country music. It was rock and roll. It was rock and roll. Yeah. So it, you did USO tours? Yeah, USO and DOD, the Department of Defense. Very cool. Yeah, and, very cool. And uh, five five years, oh no, five times to um, Iraq or Afghanistan. No, Iraq, four times to Afghanistan, and three times to Kosovo and Bosnia. Wow. wow. All, ba- all battle zones. Oh, wow. Yeah. I wow. loved it. What yeah. kind of music were you playing there? Uh, that was a, a either country or rock. Okay. Yeah. And I played with four different bands. That is awesome. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. I'm so proud of that. He yeah, played with an cool. American Idol contestant in Iraq, I believe, right, Art? Yes. Which one? Uh, it was a uh, third season, and <laughs> I'm just okay. Never mind. We'll oh, we'll have to put that in. All right. So unfortunately, we could do this all night, and we'll probably continue to do it after we press stop. But we got we to gotta bring this to a close, you guys. This has been sweet. James, thank you so much for bringing it back. And, and so what I want to do real quick before we close it out, one more time I want to bring it back to Freedom Sings. Uh, you have the, the event coming up at Swallows, and then you have another big event back in in Nashville? Yeah, Chattanooga, Tennessee. In Chattanooga. What, what dates? 
That will be that's Veterans Day. Yes, right? that will be Veterans Day weekend, which will be I believe Veterans Day is Veterans Day is always on November 11th, and I, and that which is Friday this year. Uh, oh, look, look, so look it, out. it'll be it'll be November twelfth. I'm I'm pretty sure. Okay, we're still in the planning stage right now because we haven't got gotten through uh, Memorial Day at Swallows. So as soon as that's done, we're like off to the races, and we just got a huge donation for Freedom Sings, like literally like a couple hours ago of five thousand dollars. From uh, is that a hint? Are you trying to? Are you egging me <laughs> on? Yeah, yeah, right. That's, we're, trying to, <laughs> we're trying to bait you in, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, minimum five k. Yeah, I know about Jeremy. Jeremy, yeah, you've you've donated very generously to Freedom Sings. I'll find my and way Al, and, again. and I speak for Al as you know a representative. Thank you. Yeah, for absolutely, helping out guys. I, like I said this. before, I, it's rad. I like the whole concept. The um, check it out, guys. Check it out online. Uh, Freedom Sings USA. Try to make it to one of the events if you can, if you're local. There's a lot of the music available online. Also, um, if you connect with, like you said, Al is is there. If you connect with him, um, I've got three or four CDs sitting around the office here, chock full of these stories. Um, every bit of it is is uh, is worth listening to because each story is rich in th- its own experience and the interpretation by the artist that helps him <coughs> like get it out is amazing oh it's so you have guitarists that are involved music. yeah exactly top-notch national musicians doing this thing so it's it's definitely worth checking out um you guys got one more song for us yes we do so last time i was on the podcast i told you about my buddy brian dunn he gave me a poem and i was gonna <laughs> write a song about it and this was kind of along the lines of uh you know, whiskey and bars and good times. And We're so, in. Do this... you have any idea about that? Yeah, do you know stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we debuted this song the first time at the Coach House the other night when we opened up for Billy Bob Thornton and his band, The Boxmasters. Very cool. Jeremy Webb, uh, thank you for having us on the podcast. Oh. God bless you, and thank you for supporting Freedom Sings, man. It means a lot. Absolutely, oh, supporting our veterans. Thank you so much for being here, Art, John. It was super nice to meet you guys and hear your story. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for helping support our veterans, wait, wait. man. It's- Th- thank you guys for both being on the mic and getting us to know your story too. It's huge. Yeah, and John, thank you for your service, dude. For sure. Yes, appreciate absolutely. you. Absolutely. It's been a great night. you want it's never out of reach blood sweat and tears our actions they preach stand your ground always plant your feet got your heart from growing up in the street bruises and scars late nights in bars didn't have much but we had bazaars always dream big son aim for the stars Therefore the taking, nothing's too far Though I've passed and I'm gone, times will get rough Spirit lives on, I raised you boys tough Stay true to your heart, 
always be humble. Honor our bond, we never crumble. Come on! Bruises and scars, late nights in bars. Didn't have much, but we had bazaars. Always dream big, son, aim for the stars. Therefore, the taking, nothing's too far. Come on, John! Through poverty, you'll always have pride. Keep your head held high, we'll be by your side. Family of outcasts and strays who stumble. Royalty through loyalty, we love a good rumble. Bruises and scars, late nights in bars. Didn't have much, but we had bazaars. Always dream big, son, aim for the stars. Therefore, the taking nothing too far. Bruises and scars, late nights in bars. Didn't have much, but we had bazaars. Always dream big, son, aim for the stars. Therefore, the taking nothing's too far. Therefore, the taking nothing's too far. Amazing, you guys. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Well, that's going to do it. As always, we thank you very much for being here, and we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. Well, here we go. Josh has no Savior in Then Jesus came Like a stranger in the night Praise the Lord I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light No more darkness No more night Now I'm so happy No sorrow inside Praise the Lord I saw the light Come on John a fool to wander and stray. Straight is the gate and narrow the way. Now I have traded the wrong for the right. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more light. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow.
Oh, come oh, on. Yeah, come on. That one made me thirsty for a little shine. I got to be totally honest. <laughs> right. 